Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. And um, we're live in the Skyline studio here on a Monday morning. My dad's going to call in and tell a joke because it's a jokey jokey time. And uh, we got some classic Johnny Carson that we're going to play back. Johnny bombs during a sketch, which is always funny. And you can watch the Johnny Carson show every night on Antenna TV. And you should. We're also going to talk about embarrassing work stories. Right now, though, uh, crop circles are back in the news. And, Tom, what is it about crop circles that scare you or freak you out so much or find so fascinating? Well, there's two things about it that really freak me out that, you know, obviously people look into this and some, you know, they come up with explanations one way or the other. But one, it's the it's the precision of it, the precision of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it is whether it is man-made or something else, it's freaky to think that anything could create an image like that in a, in a cornfield or in some sort of farm field. Mm-hmm. So whatever the explanation is, I'm stunned and kind of unnerved by its precision. Two, it's frequent that when these crop circles, circles are found, there's elevated rates of radiation. Okay. Which throws me off a little bit. That's what kind of pushes me into that, like, I don't know what's going on here sort of thing, because that's a consistent thread that they found. But uh, I just I just like the phenomenon. I like the phenomenon of this sort of thing. Especially, like, or even when people find, uh, you know, like they see religious figures in like a, a wet stain on the wall or something like that. It's kind of an interesting idea that you find these symbols in different places. There used to be... Um a stain on one of the viaducts by Lakeshore Drive that was like the Virgin Mary. And people would, like, show up and, uh, and like, leave, they would leave candles and stuff there. Um, and they would drive, it was like the traffic, I think it was at, I'm pretty sure it was at Fullerton and Lakeshore Drive. But I remember, it was a bunch of years ago, but I remember tons of people showing up. So... Um, all right, we're talking about uh, crop circles. We'll get to the stories here. Here's Rich on WGN. Go ahead, Rich. Hey. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, let me tell you a little quick story. I, I, I mentioned that it's about angels and, and how they work in a mysterious way. I can't understand, Rich. <laughs> I can't understand him. Uh, so I had to put him back on hold. Okay, so here's the latest. Thousands flocked to a gigantic Templar sign that suddenly appeared on a farm in, the nor- in northern France. A giant crop circle that apparently appeared out of nowhere has drawn crowds of people to a farmer's field in northern France. Um, it actually, a sign actually appeared on July 5th in a field in Vimy near Lens and has created great excitement around the area, attracting thousands of people to come and visit it. Uh, the farmer to whom these wheat crops belong, um, Gerard Brenoy, happened upon the rune while driving the tractor. I noticed that the ears of corn were lying on the ground. I thought someone had damaged my wheat overnight, but then I realized it was forming a pattern. It's well done, but we've never seen a crop circle before. We've seen it in movies. It's vandalism, but we said to ourselves, it's good for once. <laughs> Nicholas Benoit, uh, the, the farmer's son, said, They posted images of the signal on their Facebook without even knowing what it meant, which attracted a huge number of curious people to it, something that has already started to tire them out. 
We saw a lot of people come to the field, and we discovered that there were religious beliefs around it. People are crazy. They came to pray, explained the man. Some people tell us that it is a Templar cross. That energy flowed from the earth and that the field was blessed and can cure multiple sclerosis. They are crazy, Nicholas said, who assures that his family uh, feels overwhelmed and stresses that the land remains private and it's private property. We have more people on our field and in our farm store, he says, dumbfounded. A large influx of people who came to see it caused the family to end up removing the photos from the social network and aim of, of stopping visits, but it didn't work. In the end, it's a horror. We're not a museum. The crop circles are beautiful, but for someone else. France, in fact, is a, used to the appearance of mystery, mysterious crop circles as they appear on a regular basis across the country. Theories abound as the origins of the circles. Uh, some people say they are made by groups of followers in the middle of the night. Others are convinced that they are formed by alien spaceships. It is normal to see elevated levels of radiation whenever the crop circles appear. Uh, up to now, however, they remain a mystery. They're so weird. Yeah. How long have they been around? Oh boy, that's a good question. That's a good question. It's been it's been a, it's been a long time. The crop, crop circles have been part of the part of the world for a long time. Do we have? Is Rich going to be able to speak? I think so. Yeah. All right. <laughs> go ahead, Rich. Hey, can you hear me now? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay, let me tell you a quick story. I, I said that uh, UFOs, Kupacabras, uh, a Loch Ness Monster, crop circles, they're all real. They're all tools of the angels. And uh, they've been around for millennia. And so the story is, uh, this guy, I'm going to give you one quick angel uh, uh, scenario uh, that was came to me. Okay, this guy, he uh, he goes to the hospital. His, well, his wife calls him. She's going to the hospital to have a baby and stuff. They live in a rural area. And eat, and, uh, and she goes in uh, to have the baby. Oh, they're just getting started, and everything's great and glorious, and everything's wonderful. He, he walks in. He's delayed because uh, of his work. He gets to the hospital, and his, uh, uh, the doctor comes out and says his wife and his child are both dead. They did not make it. Um, he goes home and uh, is a long period of time over at uh, the hospital and, you know, contemplating what he's going to do. And he decided to blow his head off. He grabbed uh, his shotgun and, and decided not to do it in the house, uh, you know, to not to displace his wife. And he walked out to the uh, field and uh, he found himself in a crop circle. And he realized that he didn't understand what was going on. And that crop circle... Uh, uh, changed his mind. It, it made him think differently at the moment that he was going to uh, um, try to commit suicide. Cause, and then he uh, walked in and, it, and all of a sudden it started raining. And so he runs in the house and he turns on the radio to find out the weather. And his wife's favorite song was playing. Uh, somebody saved my life tonight. He went to bed and uh, and he cried, and he, uh, he said, I love you, honey, you know. Uh, and that was uh, all he could do that day. Uh, but the, these things happen uh, all the time, and there are uh, all these, like I said, UFOs. Is, uh, they're all the tools of angels. Uh, all right, Rich. you gotta, you got to get a new phone, my man. <laughs> you need a new phone. All right, 312-981-7200. Thank you, Rich. So the crop circle stuff, 
Crop circles, strange patterns that appear mysteriously overnight in farmers' fields, provoke puzzlement, delight, and intrigue among uh, the press and public alike. The circles are mostly found in the United Kingdom, but have spread to dozens of countries around the world in the past decades. The mystery has inspired countless books, blogs, fan groups, researchers, um, and even Hollywood films. Despite having been studied for decades, the question remains, who or what is making them? So there really is no explanation, right? We still haven't found how these how these things happen, right? Some of them, yeah. Some of them. So I didn't know that they were most popular, mostly found in the in the United Kingdom. I wasn't aware of that. Which is kind of interesting because it. Whenever I think of crop circles, I think of like Stonehenge, which is not you know obviously a crop circle, but it's just a weird thing. Yeah, that I don't know. You know how does how does Stonehenge happen? Have you been to Stonehenge? I have not. I wish. I would love to go to Stonehenge. Yeah, just just to just to see it or the Easter, oh yeah, just the or the Easter Island heads. Yeah, you know how does how does that happen? The pyramids, things like that, which you know we have an explanation for ostensibly. I'm not going to try to call that into question, but even if it is sheer human ingenuity, that's amazing. Oh yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, no question about it, man. But yeah, I would say if you've been to Stonehenge, three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. If you've ever uh, seen some crop circles, uh, and you want to jump in, we have uh, more article here about the crop circles and how they just appear mysteriously. So, and that's weird, weird stuff, man. Have they made them besides besides signs? Has there ever been another movie about crop circles? That's the only one that I can think of. I'm sure they've been featured in other movies, but you know, sign the whole movie was about that. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I know you don't like it very much. No, I don't like it I, at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the only the only movie that uh, M Night Shyamalan made that I really like is Split. And it's 95% because of James McAvoy. So. Uh, all right, man. Mystery. Crop circles. What do you think? 312-981-7200. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, get back to the conversation. Nick DeCilio here on 720 WGN, and uh, we're live in the Skyline studio uh, here till 4 o'clock. It's Monday morning. That means my dad's going to call in and tell a joke. We also have some classic Johnny Carson clip that we always play every mo- every uh, every weekday morning at 2.30. Our phone number is 312-981-7200. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Uh, we're talking about the mysterious world of the crop circles. And how they just mysteriously appear with kind of no explanation. 
Um, and we want to hear your thoughts on it. And, uh, yeah, some of these other mysterious things. We were talking about Stonehenge as well. So 312-981-7200 is the phone number. Here's Robert on WGN. Hey, Robert. Nick, I uh, uh, just turned on the radio. Of course, I, I get another award-winning radio show from you. So that's the best thing about you and WGN. But mostly you and Tom now. But anyhow, it, this reminds me of that uh, um, it, Richard Pryor did a skit one time. And he he always said that, think about this. If this was your property, would you stay living there? I mean, this is stuff that scares the bejeebies out of you. No one knows how it happens. The only way you can see it is from the air. It's the only way you can tell what the, what it is. I mean, when you walk out, and you've been hit, you've been in a cornfield, haven't you? That's right. You live in the city. You probably don't know. Yes, I have you, been in a cornfield, Robert. Yes. Okay, so you're on 100,000 acres. That's a lot. Or, or even 300 acres, and all of a sudden everything is in perfect line. Each, you know, I mean, it's very, it's very weird. How about that? And the only way you can be seen is from the air. Right. So as Richard Pryor said, when he heard a knock in the middle of the night, he said, I don't know about you, you white people can stay, but I'm out of here. So, you know, I, it, All that right. would be a for sale sign for me. Okay. Thank you, Robert. <laughs> Robert would move. Heck, I would. Stuff like that was happening in my cornfield. Yeah. I don't know if I would stick around for that. Well, you got a lot invested there. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah. okay, let's, let, I'll say this. First crop circle, I'll, I'll let that one pass. Get to the second one, maybe you start looking for a new farm. You get a third, get out. Something's going on. I got a three crop circle rule. Okay. That's just me. That's my personal opinion. I didn't realize that you had a crop circle rule. Signs scared the hell out of me as a kid. It really did. I watched it on a plane, and I was, what, that's what I was, 03 when that came out? 02? Yeah, somewhere around there. So I would have been maybe eight years old. And there's that scene where they have the news report from the kid's birthday party. That's the best, that's the only effective scene in that movie. I thought it was real. Like, for, because it was, I, I would have been flying probably to the U.K., from Singapore. So that's a long flight. Yeah. That's a long flight for a kid. You got signs on there. It's the middle of the night because we used to fly out at night. So when we'd wake up, we'd res- arrive by morning and it would help with the, the jet lag. Yeah. So middle of the night, can't sleep. You see what lo- ostensibly is a real news report as far as you're concerned. I was like, oh, man, they put it in this movie. This is crazy. I got very, very scared. I really did. Yeah. I thought the, I, I don't like any of his movies except for Split, like I said. Um, but that scene is good. That scene on TV with, at the kid's birthday party, that's a very, very good scene. I will say that. Uh, talking crop circles and other stuff, here's Jim on WGN. Hey, Jim. Hey, Nick. Good show. Thank you. I'm kind of fascinated where I follow that stuff a little bit, but there's a few things about it. Um, they've recently on some of the crop circles, they've had barcodes actually with them and they're deciphering the barcodes and the barcodes are giving off some kind of message i don't remember exactly what it was but you know kind of like uh the day the earth stood still stuff stuff like that kind of bizarre but they had a guy that not too far from um 
some crop circles that stayed there for a while and had a camera with them and actually filmed, I guess what they called and what they showed you was like a ball of energy about two to three feet off the ground that went around making the patterns of the crop circle and then like just shot straight up and disappeared. Now they got that on film with this guy doing it. The third thing that's kind of bizarre with it is, you know, they had farmers and people that went out and college kids that tried to do the prankster stuff. Well, when they do it, it breaks the crops down. The crops actually get smashed and broke down. When a real crop circle is done, the plants are bent over. They're not, none of them are broke. It's like a heavy wind or something blew them over. I find it fascinating. Where it's coming from, who, where, what, I'm not sure. It might even be you, Nick. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's not me, Jim. Trust me. I don't have time. I don't have time for that. All right, Jim, thanks. All right, man. All right take care. Here's Gene on WGN. Hi, Gene. Hi, Nick. So nice to talk to you again. Um, I haven't talked to you for a few years, but I love listening to you every night, and so my husband did, too. He's been gone for a number of years, but he always loved listening to you. Um, I had heard about, let me turn my radio, other radio down, uh, heard about this woman, Linda Moten Howe, who was a science reporter, and she uh, had gone to the, the crop fields to see what it was, and she said there was a special energy there that was hard to explain. And she and they also looked into the hoaxes that two two farmers or two people thought were hoaxes about the crop fields, uh, crop circles. And these guys took some farm machinery out there and created somewhat the same type of effect, but they had it took them hours to do it. And when you think about the farmer who said those crop circles weren't out there the night before and the next morning when he went out to his field the next day, they were there. Not only that, the machinery could not create the laying down effect of the crops that, you know, just created by a strong energy. So I really believe they weren't, if you want to know, I believe they were alien technology. And when you think about all the crop circles around the world, it has to be something special that we couldn't have created. Somebody also mentioned there it might have been a magnetic field creating that. So that's another possibility. Okay. A, a mag, the magnetic field of the Earth. Yeah. Okay, Gene, thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Nice seeing you. I was talking Take, to you again. Bye-bye okay. now. <laughs> so um, many people believe that crop circles have been reported for centuries. A claim repeated in many books and websites devoted to the mystery. Their primary piece of evidence is a woodcut from 1678 that appears to be that shows a field of, of, of oat stalks laid out in a circle. Some say this is the first hand eyewitness account of a crop circle, but a little historical investigation shows otherwise. The woodcut actually illustrates what in folklore is called a mowing devil legend. Mowing devil? Listen. The devil with a lawnmower? What? What? It's Linda Blair with a mower. <laughs> um, in which an English farmer told a worker with whom he was feuding that he would rather pay the devil himself to cut his oat field than pay for the fee demanded. 
The source of the harvesting is not unknown uh, or mysterious. It is indeed Satan himself who, uh, complete with signature horns and all, uh, is out there. Some claim that the first crop circles, though they were not called that at the time, appear near a small town of Tully, Australia. In 1966, a farmer said he was uh, a flying saucer. Uh, he saw it rise up in a swampy field and then fly away. He went to investigate, and he saw a roughly circular area of debris and appeared to flattened reeds and grass, which he assumed had been made by an alien spacecraft, but which police investigators said was likely caused by a natural phenomenon like a dust devil or a water spout. Uh, referred in the press as flying saucer nests, this story is more a UFO report than a crop circle report. As in the 1678 Mowing Devil legend, the case for it being linked to crop circles is especially weak when we consider that the impression or formation was not made by made in a crop of any kind, but instead in ordinary grass. A round of uh, impression in a lawn or a grassy area is not necessarily mysterious, as anyone with a kiddie pool in the backyard knows. Indeed, mysterious circles have appeared in grass throughout the world and sometimes attributed to fairies, but instead caused by disease. Um, yeah. So when did the extraterrestrial stuff start? The explanation that it's not, that we're, that they were extraterrestrials. Uh, in fact, the first real crop circles didn't appear until the 70s when simple circles began appearing in the English countryside. The number and complexity of these circles increased dramatically, reaching a peak in the 80s and 90s when increasingly elaborate circles were produced including those illustrating complex mathematical equations. In July of 1996, one of the world's most complex and spectacular crop circles appeared in England across the highway from the mysterious and world-famous Stonehenge Monument. Oh, so it was close to Stonehenge. It was an astonishing uh, pattern called the a Julia set, and while some simple or rough circles might be explained away, the result of their strange weather phenomenon, this one unmistakably demonstrated intelligence. The only question was whether the intelligence was terrestrial or extraterrestrial. Making the design all the more mysterious, it was claimed that the circle appeared in less than an hour and during the daytime, which, if true, would be virtually impossible for hoaxers to accomplish. The circle became one of the most famous and important crop circles in history. It was later revealed that the circle had indeed been made by uh, made in about three hours by three hoaxers. hoaxers very early that morning. It simply hadn't been noticed until the following afternoon when spotted from an airplane overhead. Oh. Not real, Tom. <laughs> no need to be scared. I'm scared of those guys. That's, that's a very... I'm scared of how quickly they can work. Yeah. That's freaky. Three... It only took them three hours, three hours to do to that? Do that yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. It's... Uh, as all crop circles, it's incredibly intricate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're going to hit the news here, um, and uh, and then we'll talk more about the crop circle uh, phenomenon right here on 720 WGN. Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. We're live in the Skyline studio here until 4 o'clock. 
as we are every weekday morning, 11 p.m. to 4 a.m. Hey, it's um, it's a Monday, so that means my dad's going to call in and tell a joke a little bit later on because it's a jokey, 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 jokey time. Uh, coming up at 2.30, every weekday morning we play some classic Johnny Carson clips. Uh, you can watch the Johnny Carson show every night on Antenna TV, which is awesome. And uh, tonight we're going to play a, a, a clip back of Johnny bombing on a sketch. <laughs> Uh, we're also going to talk about some embarrassing work stories. Our phone number is 312-981-7200. Uh, right now we're talking about crop circles and some of those other mysterious things that have been popping up, um, you know. And um, we've been uh, talking about them, whether you believe in them or, 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 or not, and how they got there. They've been around for many, many, many years. And still there isn't like a, a, a real explanation for some of them. Um, so that's what we're talking about. If you want to jump in, 312-981-7200. So there are some theories and explanations as to where and what the crop circles really are and how they got there. But here's the here's a, here's a, a, a bit of a thought on this. Unlike other mysterious phenomenon, such as psychic powers, ghosts, or Bigfoot, there is no doubt that crop circles are quote-unquote real, the evidence that they exist is clear and overwhelming. The real question is instead what creates them. Uh, and there are ways to investigate that question. We can look both uh, internal and external evidence to evaluate crop circles. Internal information includes the content and meaning of the designs. Is there anything that indicates that any form information contained in the quote-unquote messages is of extraterrestrial origin? And external information including the physical construction of the crop designs themselves. Is there anything to indicate that these designs were created by anything other than humans? Crop circle enthusiasts, and I, and I, and I guess there are crop circle enthusiasts, uh, have come up with many theories about what creates the patterns ranging from the plausible to the absurd. One explanation in vogue in the early, uh, early 80s was that the mysterious circle patterns were accidentally produced by the especially uh, vigorous sexual activity of horny hedgehogs. <laughs> Some people have suggested that the circles are somehow created by localized and precise wind patterns or by scientifically undetectable earth energy fields uh, and meridians called ley lines. Others, such as a molecular biologist Horace Drew, suggest that the answer lies instead in time travel or alien life. He theorizes that the patterns could be made by human time travelers from the distant future to help them navigate our planet. Drew, working on the assumption that the designs are intended as messages, believes he's decoded crop circles symbols and that they contain messages such as believe... There is good out there. Beware the bearers of, fall, of false gifts and their broken promises. And we oppose deception. And all presumably in English. However, these odd pseudo-biblical messages undermine the credibility of the uh, crop circles, or at least the real meaning, meaning read into them. Of all the information that an extraterrestrial intelligence might choose to convey it to humanity, ranging from how to contact them and engineering secrets of faster-than-light travel, these aliens chose to impart intentionally cryptic messages about false gifts, broken promises, and hope for mankind. 
Many who favor an extraterrestrial explanation claim that aliens physically make the patterns themselves from spaceships. Others suggest they do it by using invisible energy beams from space, saving them a trip down here. Still others believe that it is human, not extraterrestrial, uh, thought and intelligence that goes behind these patterns. Not in the form of hoaxers, but some sort of global psychic power that manifests itself in wheat and other crops. While there are uh, countless theories, the only known proven cause of crop circles is humans. Their origin remained a mystery until September of 1991 when two men confessed that they had created the patterns for decades as a prank to make people think UFOs had landed. Uh, They had been inspired by the 1966 Tully UFO report. They never claimed to have made all the circles. Many were copycat pranks done by others, but their hoax launched a crop circle phenomena. Most crop circle researchers admit that the vast majority of crop circles are created by hoaxers, but... They claim there's a remaining tiny percentage that they can't explain. The real problem is that despite unproven claims by a few researchers that stalks found inside real crop circles show unusual characteristics, there is no reliable scientific way to distinguish real crop circles from the man-made ones. Mm. Yeah. They're pretty cool, though, you know? They are. They they look pretty cool. <laughs> oh boy! So they started to pop up around uh, in the '60s, and they've been around since. Um, while there are a few exceptions, virtually all crop circles share a set of common characteristics. Circles, crop circles, as the name implies almost always involve circles, rarely uh, triangles, rectangles, or squares, though some designs contain straight and curved lines. Perhaps not coincidentally, a circle is the easiest pattern for hoaxers to create. Nocturnal creation. Crop circles are formed overnight, often sighted by farmers or passers-by the next morning, though there seems no logical reason for extraterrestrials or Earth energies to uh, to create patterns at night. It is obvious a great advantage for hoaxers to create designs under the cover of darkness. Full moon nights are especially popular. So they get out there. That's, that's just a lot of time, man. If you want to do a hoax. Because some of these things are huge, these crop circles. That's a lot of time and dedication to just pull a hoax like that. You know? Like 1 o'clock in the morning, you're out in the middle of a field for hours making circles and trying to hoax everybody so all right uh more crop circle talk here if you want to jump in it's 312-981-7200 how do you feel about that uh or some of the other mysterious things that are in the world that we can't really explain like stonehenge how'd that happen 312-981-7200 what about bigfoot you gotta love bigfoot or daryl as we found out in the uh, progressive insurance commercial that's his name. Okay. Uh, yeah. Phone lines are open. 312-981-7200. So uh, crop circles and more mysterious things. We we'll want to hear from you.
Nick DeGilio here on 720 WGN. Hi. Live in the uh, Skyline studio here until 4 o'clock. At 4 o'clock, we go over to uh, Bradley Place uh, to the TV side of WGN, get some news and information from that great group, and then Bob Surratt at 5 has your morning drive. 312-981-7200 is the phone number if you would like to uh, join us. We've been talking about crop circles. And, um, yeah. Uh, so crop circles have never been recorded being made except, uh, for those created by hoaxers because it's camera shyness. This is a very suspicious trait. After all, if mysterious earthly forces or aliens are at work, there's no reason to think that they wouldn't happen when uh, cameras are, are recording. How about access to roads? Crop circles usually appear in fields that provide reasonably easy public access close to roads and highways. They rarely appear in remote, inaccessible areas. Because of this, the patterns are usually noticed within a day or two of of their creation by passing motorists. There are many theories about what creates crop circles, including aliens, mysterious vortices, time travelers, wind patterns, but they all lack one important element, good evidence. The only known cause of crop circles is humans. Perhaps one day a mysterious unknown source will be discovered for crop circles, but until then, perhaps they are best thought of as as collective public art. So, uh, yeah. Crop circles, man. They're still weird. Yeah, no matter what's making them, they're they're very strange and beautiful, really. Some of them are just like total, like you said, collective works of art. Yeah. So we don't really know who's doing it. What about the uh, some of the other mysteries out there? How about Daryl or Bigfoot? <laughs> Our man Daryl. My name's Daryl. What did you call me? <laughs> I, I will tell you, it was kind of a bummer once the Loch Ness Monster thing was pretty much finally put to bed. I mean, there's, there's suggestions that it was just a very large eel. The uh, Sturgeon's photo... Um, was just not, it was just bunk, you know. But it's just, I miss it. Well, you lived in Scotland. I did. And, uh, very little, yeah. But, uh, but Nessie's a big deal over there. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to stop selling little plush Nessies with their, (laughs) their little like Scottish caps and kilts. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Oh, it's the cutest thing. They've, they've turned Nessie into just like a kid's thing and it's just so nice. They wear little tartans and everything like that. I love it. Well, how did they debunk Nessie? So I want to say it was fairly recently um, that it was a huge eel. A huge eel? Yeah, that someone got a, a picture of a, of a giant eel. That's what they think the uh, the greatest prevailing theory. Um, so the, the, the photo that everybody looks at is the one from 1934. Where and that's that the blurry and, one. It's yeah. black and white. Yeah. Yeah. Um but that was later proven to be false. Okay. It was it was just not real. Um 
so researchers in New Zealand try, tried to ca- have been trying to catalog all living species in the loch by extracting DNA from water samples. So this is back from 20, uh, 2019. And um, European eels are among the creatures in the loch. And so if they just get to a real big size, now I'm guessing it was probably exaggerated, a little bit of a big fish story. But that's what they're that's what these uh researchers from New Zealand were saying is that it was just a really big eel. Well, I mean, you know, if you're looking at the if you're looking at some of the the pictures and stuff like that, it had to be a really 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 big eel. But um yeah, the Loch Ness monster. I was always I was always kind of fascinated by the Loch Ness monster ever since I was a kid. You know, I always thought that, I thought I always thought uh the Loch Ness monster was pretty cool. And there are other uh, weird mysteries out there as well. So we got the crop circles, we got the Loch Ness monster, we got Bigfoot. What are some of the other your favorite uh, mysteries out there besides Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster, crop circles? Got any other ones? Mm. Uh, black holes freak me out. Black holes. Yeah, the concept of just and black holes and dark matter. Because these are things that are being legitimately, you know, these are things that are being really, really studied. Because the universe is this ever-expanding thing mm-hmm. that we have no control over. Uh, we are, we're we're just a little pale blue dot. Did you ever see the movie The Black Hole? I did, actually. Because you, you and Rod talked about it so much, so much, that when I got Disney+, Plus, the first thing I did was I went and watched The Black Hole. And that movie is terrible. It's absolutely it terrible. It is terrible. But it does have a distinction, though. It, it it has a historical distinction. And what is that? It's the very first PG-rated Disney movie. Oh. Risqué. Everything up to that point was rated G. Yeah. Black Hole, first PG Disney movie. I would love to see a remake. Well, I guess Interstellar is kind of like a remake of The Black Hole. Eh. Loosely based on The Black Hole. I mean, there's a black hole involved in the movie. Yeah, and it's, I, I'll admit this. You know that I'm not a huge fan of that movie. I am. I know you are. <laughs> It's one of my favorite movies knows, of all time. I think I'm pretty sure Chris Nolan knows that. <laughs> but uh, the the whole sequence, the whole like sequence where they go into the black hole, that was thrilling stuff. It's awesome. It was scary. That's what that's what I'm terrified of because it just crushes everything. It crushes all light and all matter, and we don't know what happens when you go through it. More likely than not, you get just crushed into you know space dust and you die. Yeah. But I used to have this book when I was growing up called the Uni- it was just called the universe, and they tackled the subject of black holes. And I remember the illustration; it was a you know kind of a stereotypical looking black hole. But then it depicted uh, Alice and the you know like Alice in Wonderland and the white you know the white rabbit and everything like that. And this kind of idea of going into a parallel universe or like traveling through time. The idea of, you know, the classic thing in sci-fi where you, to show a wormhole, you take a piece of paper, scrunch it up, and then poke a pencil right, through it. Right, So, I mean, I, I love that we're studying this. Why not push the boundaries of human knowledge if we can? Well, yeah. If we, you know, we have the resources yeah. to try. Well, black holes are real. They're very real. Yeah. And uh, the origins of, of the universe, you know, all this uh, kind of stuff, whatever you believe it might be, why not look? Why not take a take a peek? Yeah. Uh, here's Tyrone on WGN. Go ahead, Tyrone. Oh, well, I want to, I want to enter the subject a little bit here, Nick, but before I do, can I, can I ask you a little Chicago trivia question here? Um, all right. 
Uh, there's this commercial that comes on TV, and I believe it's for this uh, medical thing called Humera, and it has to do with these three young black gals that are in their their twenties and they're they're on vacation in Chicago, you know, and I guess one of them has got Crohn's disease or IBS or something like right. that. Right, I know I'm familiar with the commercial. Okay, now the scene there where it shows the one gal, she's about to get out of the cab. And she looks up at the skyscraper. Okay, does it? Does anybody know what skyscraper that is in Chicago? I have no idea. I know I've seen that skyscraper before in Chicago, but I can't identify that building. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't watch Chrome's Disease commercials really closely. Quite frankly, well, that's all TV. That's all TV is today. This this medical stuff. Uh, yeah, constantly. Okay, all right, Tyrone. What did you call about? Okay, now what about? You know, you're talking about precision there. What about this precision when it comes to to mutilating and hollowing out these cattle? Right now, that's been that's been uh, talked about for many many years as well, as like it might be aliens that are mutilating the cat the cattle. That's another one that that yeah, goes hand, that goes hand in hand with the with the crop circles. I just I just wonder why though. Yeah. Now they had that in 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 alien movies too, right? Don't they have mutilated? Isn't there a couple of movies that that actually feature mutilated cattle? I think so. I want to say they may have done it in Fire in the Sky. I'd have to I'd have to rewatch a lot of these. Yeah, I mean, there's but cattle so mutil- Yeah, cattle mutilation is part of that kind of mythos and part of that the general idea of the crop circles, right? But it's just like, oh God, why? You know, there's a lot of a lot of weird uh, mystery elements out there in the world so all right uh bigfoot daryl <laughs> tyrone thanks for the call 312-981-7200 is the phone number uh we got uh, some classic johnny carson comedy coming up here and then we're going to jump into uh some weird and uh, I- embarrassing work stories everybody's you know Got a few embarrassing work stories in them. Um, and we've got an interesting story out of the Ukraine about a news anchor that something very strange happened to on the air. And then we're going to talk about embarrassing work stories. If you have any, now's the time to call in at 312-981-7200. We'll take a break here, and then when we come back, it's going to be time for some uh, classic Johnny Carson. Again, you can watch Johnny Carson's show every uh, night on Antenna TV. And we always play back clips from it every morning at 2.30. And we got some classic Johnny Carson, Johnny Bombs in a Sketch. It's always funny when Johnny Bombs, how he handles it, you know what I mean, the reaction. It's always funny. So uh, that's coming up here. My dad's going to tell a joke later on, too, because it's Monday morning. All right, 312-981-7200, Johnny Carson clip, classic, coming up.